Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. May the Lord open heaven over you. I'm so glad that we can study the Word of God together. We want to know the will of the Lord. We want to please Him. That's why we read the Scripture and we study the Bible. The Scripture say that God's people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. This is the reason why He wants to educate you. Let us pray together. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can come to you by faith and in obedience. We would like to hear from the Holy Spirit. We want to understand your word, your truth, and we want to please you, Lord, all the days of our life. We believe, Lord, as we seek the kingdom of God first, you shall meet all of our needs and we will see the favor of heaven over our life, Lord. We thank you so much, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I would like to teach you about the offerings of the Lord. And the Bible says clearly that it is more blessed to give than to receive. We have studied the scripture five times already. This is the sixth lesson in this series called Greater Blessing. Let me read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5 again. You also as living stones, we are living stones, are being built up a spiritual house. We are the spiritual temple of the Holy Spirit. And we all together come together to build a local church, the spiritual house of God a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. We have learned that God has made us holy priesthood. And one of the job of the priests in the Old Testament is to offer up the spiritual sacrifices, the offering to the Lord. Today, we also offer sacrifices to God. And they must be spiritual, which means that we offer to Him by faith, in love, and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. We don't have any hidden agenda or the desire of the flesh to offer to the Lord. In the last session, we learned about the story of the children of Israel. God set them free from the slavery or the bondage of Egypt. God opened the Red Sea and they walked through the dry land in the Red Sea and they came to a mountain. God invited Moses and Aaron and his leaders to go up to the mountain to be in the presence of God, in the glory of God. And Moses was invited by God to go up higher to be with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights. Again, after the children of Israel came out from Egypt 
and they're going to enter into the new super abundant life. God spoke to them through Moses. Exodus chapter 25 verses 1 to 2, the Bible says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly with his heart. You shall take my offering. My question to you is, does God say something and you take it seriously? When God says something to you, what he say affect on your heart or not? The offering of the Lord is an important subject, but we may not understand it until we study the Bible. If the Lord would have said to you, don't bring money to me again, I believe we would not do it because we want to obey him. But in contrast, he said an important thing of all the things that he could have said in the first sentence when he spoke to Moses on the mountain. He said what he wanted to say, didn't he? Moses was up on a mountain in the glory of God. His knees might have been shaking. He probably was holding on to a rock to keep himself from falling down. And the Lord said, Come close to me. I want to tell you something so that you can tell my people. The Lord started off by saying that they may bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly and with his heart, and you shall take my offering. When the Lord says to you, bring me an offering, what should you do? It should be a priority to you. The Bible mentions numerous types of offering. Let me mention a partial list to you. Meal offering, drink offering, heave offering, guilt offering, sin offering, wave offering, peace offering, free will offering. In Exodus chapter 25, God talked about free will offering. He said, bring an offering to me. The Hebrew language for the word free will is nedaba, which means voluntary or free will. A free will is significant to the heart of God. The people of of Israel were shaken to the core when they saw the fire of God and the cloud of the Lord on the mountain, and they heard the voice of God. If the Lord would have said this way, everybody must bring everything they have to me now. I believe all of them would have done it right then. But the Lord said to Moses, you go and tell the people to bring a free will offering to me. Did they have to bring it? No, they did not have to bring it. God did not say that they must bring it. God said, bring it from your willingness. God told Moses to receive it from everyone who brought an offering willingly from their heart. Is this offering compulsory? No. Is this offering mandatory? No. It must be free will. Why did God put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the Garden of Eden? Why did he tell Adam and Eve 
not to eat its fruit because he wants to build friendship with them. He wants to have a genuine relationship. Friends love to receive free will gift or services, but if the gift or the services come to a person by force, that gift or that service means nothing. When you make a choice to give a gift out of your free will, that gift means a lot. You cannot have real love and real loyalty without a choice. You can show real love only when you have a choice or when you choose to serve the Lord instead of serving yourself. You choose to give your service to Him instead of doing something else with it. You choose to serve Him and give it to Him because you are loyal to Him. You love Him from your heart. The master key to prosperity is to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. God will bring what you need to you when you seek Him first. When you willingly seek Him and serve Him and give anything to Him, you should be wise in the area of finances, so that you can give financial offering to the Lord. Instead of producing a lot of debts, you should give money to the Lord, or sow financial seeds. It is a matter of priority. Exodus chapter twenty-five, verses three to seven, God told Moses about what the children of Israel should have brought to Him. The Bible says, "And this is the offering which you shall take from them: gold, silver, and bronze; blue, purple, and scarlet thread; fine linen and goat's hair; ram skin dyed red; badger skins, and acacia wood." Oil for the light and spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate. Why was the Lord telling them to bring these precious things to Him? The Lord had a plan for them to build something. Look at verses eight and nine. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show you. That is the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its furnishings. Just so you shall make it. The Lord had a plan, and the Lord asked the children of Israel to offer to Him willingly all the precious things. So that he can use those things to build a tabernacle. Today, why did we bring an offering to the Lord? Because the Lord is building something. He does not only build a natural house; he is also building a spiritual house. The church is a group of people who love him, who get saved, who want to walk with him. Come together as a community. There are spiritual houses of God. We need money to preach the gospel, to make disciples, to build churches all over the world. The Lord is building His kingdom and His church. It takes materials to build His physical house, 
and it takes finances to build his spiritual house. Between Exodus chapter 25 and Exodus chapter 35, the Lord described how his people should build his tabernacle, or today it means his church, and what they should do. The Lord can give us a specific vision about what to do with resources and money and how to do it. And the end of our life, we don't want to hear him saying, why didn't you build what I told you to build? Why didn't you do what I told you to do? You may argue with him, Lord, to do that costs a lot of money. When the Lord tells us to do something, he has prepared enough money for us to do it. The Lord has already planned and lied out everything in detail to provide for us so that we can get the job done for him. He knows where the money will come from. Instead of believing in him, some believers just want to talk about money and how much it costs. Sometimes Christians get upset and say, we spend $2 too much on this project. God does not care if you spend $200 too much for what he tells them to do. Money does not matter to God. He does not care how much it costs or how much you spend. He wants you to get the job done for him. Do it. I remember in 1987, God visited me in my bedroom every night for one month, and he told me to take care of God's people in Seattle. In other words, he called me to start a local church, even though I was a neurosurgeon. And the Lord asked me to use my home to be the gathering place. I spent money to cook, spent money for the electricity, for the bill, to buy stuff into the gathering, into the community. Because at that time, we don't have a church yet. We don't have any budget from the church. I and Pastor Da decided to obey the Lord, to spend our money, use our home, our gasoline, our car, to preach the gospel, to make disciples, and to build a local church. And the Lord has provided for us since that day on. We never think about how much we have to spend. Do we have enough money? We don't think about those. We just look at the Lord and obey Him. Financial cost should not be a determining factor in your obedience and decision. Your decision in fulfilling God's vision and purpose should not be based on cost. What should you do? You stand in faith and believe that finances and resources will come in by the grace of God, no matter how big of what He wants you to build. He cannot provide for you. We are not led by cost. We are not led by price. We should be led by the Holy Spirit. God instructed Moses to tell the children of Israel what to do. Moses came down from the mountain and told them, what the Lord said. They were acting on it. They obeyed the Lord. They brought the offering to the Lord. 
my dear brother and sister, we don't make decision based on cost. If we don't have enough resources, we sow financial seed, stand in faith, wait until money comes in from the hand of the Lord. We don't live by cost; we live by faith. We are not led by price; we should be led by the Holy Spirit. In Exodus chapter 35, the children of Israel were acting on what the Lord told them to do. Let's look at Exodus chapter 35 together from verses 1 to 19. Then Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said to them, These are the words which the Lord has commanded you to do. Work shall be done for six days, but the seven days shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your dwelling on the Sabbath day. God want them to rest on the Sabbath day. And Moses spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, this is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, Take from among you an offering to the Lord. Whoever is of willing heart, again, I read one more time, whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it as an offering to the Lord. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair. Ram skin, dye red, batcher skin, and acacia wood. Oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones, and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate. All who are gifted artisans among you shall come and make all the that the Lord has commanded. The tabernacle, its tent, its covering, its claps, its board, its bar, its pillar, and its socket. The ark and its poles with the mercy seat and the veil of the covering. The table and its poles, all its utensils, and the showbread. Also, the lampstand for the light, its utensil its lamps, and the oil for the light, the incense altar, its poles, the anointing oil, the sweet incense, the screen for the door at the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with its bronze grating, its poles and its utensil, and the lever at its base, the hangings of the court, its pillars, their sockets, and the screen for the gate of the court, the pegs of the tabernacles, the pegs of the court, and their courts, the garments of ministry for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron, the priests and the garments of his son, to minister as priests. The Lord was so clear to them. The Lord spoke to Moses all the detailed plan to build his tabernacle. Today, God gave us a mission as well. He told us to build his church. Jesus said, I will build my church 
and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And go and make disciples of all nations. Teach them all the things they have taught you. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My brother and sister, we want to obey the voice of the Lord. That is to preach the gospel, make disciples, build local churches in our city, in other cities, in our country, and all over the world. Today, we have a mission to do. We have a vision from the Lord that is to build the glorious church. In that time, God wants to build the glorious tabernacle. The tabernacle is a type and shadow of a local church today. God called us to have a mission to do, a plan. We should respond to His calling by giving our life, our gift and talent and time and our offering to build His kingdom on earth in this generation, to build a local church, to preach the gospel, to travel for the mission trip. All of these need finances. The children of Israel were not offering to Moses. They did not give to Moses. They were offering to the Lord. Our mind needs to be renewed. We are not giving our offering to any man or to any organization. It has to become more real to us that we are giving our offering to our God. When we are giving to Him, we will not look at people. We will not look at the weaknesses of our leaders. Our offering is given to the Lord. And our offering should be holy and come out from the willing heart so that He can receive it. Let's look at verses 20 to 29. Exodus 35, 20 to 29. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing. I pray that our brother and sister in the church, our Christian friends in this generation will come to the Lord with this attitude. My heart is stirred. My spirit is willing to build His church, to preach the gospel, to do the great commission. I bring my tithes and offering. I give my life, my energy, my talents to God. The Bible continued to say, And they brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting, for all its service, and for the holy garments. They came, both men and women, as many as they had a willing heart. Everyone say, willing heart. And brought earrings and nose rings, rings and necklaces, or jewelry of gold. That is, every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord, and every man with whom was foul blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair, red skin of rams, and badger skins brought them. Everyone 
who offer an offering of silver and bronze brought the Lord's offering, and every one with whom was found acacia wood, for any work of the service brought it. All the women who were gifted artisans spun jam with their hands, and brought what they had spun, a blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine linen. And all the women whose hearts stirred with wisdom spun yarn of goat's hair. The rulers brought onyx stones and the stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and spices and oil for the light, for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a free will offering to the Lord. They volunteer to give to the Lord. No one forced them. They came to God and gave all these precious things out of their free will. They make a choice. They put the priority on the kingdom of God. The children of Israel brought a free will offering to the Lord. All the men and women whose hearts were willing. So many words, free will, willing again and again to bring material for all kinds of work, which the Lord, by the hand of Moses, had commanded to be done. You notice this passage of the scripture that the word willing was mentioned over and over again. Moses told them who was going to do the works and who was going to spend the money. To do it willingly, you notice that many people gave finances and material for the building of the tabernacle, and not only that, many of them gave their talents and their abilities to build the tabernacle. Today, we give tithes and offering to God. It's a free will offering. God doesn't force us to give. In fact, in New Hope International Church, we never force anybody to give. I never even know how much people in this church give to the Lord. I never check the record who give tithe or not give tithe, because I believe the offering should be free will. It's not the law in the house of God. We don't command anybody to give. If you want. Your offering to be accepted by God, you should give the offering out of your free will, out of your cheerful heart. Exodus thirty-five, thirty to thirty-five, the Bible say, and Moses said to the children of Israel, "See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah, and He has filled him with the Spirit of God." In wisdom and understanding, in knowledge and all manner of workmanship, to decide artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels, for setting in carving wood, and to work in all manner of, of artistic workmanship, and he has put in his heart the ability to teach in him, and a whole liab. The son of Ahishamak, of the tribe of Dan, he has filled them with 
skill to do all manner of work of the engraver and the designer and the tapestry maker in blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine linen, and of all the weaver, those who do every work, and those who design artistic works. You can see here that God put supernatural talent and ability or manifestation of the Spirit into His people who are willing to build the church. I noticed in the past 40 years in the New Hope International Church and churches all over the world that I have the privilege to minister with them to build the kingdom of God. I noticed that God put in supernatural ability on His people. Some people are so gifted in worship. Some people are gifted in children ministry. Some people are gifted in teaching. Some people are gifted in media or in the technology. Some people are gifted in finances, financial management or planning or organization. Wow, when I look at this brother and sister, I thank God. My heart is so full of joy because I see that God's hand is working in them and through them. It's so beautiful that they give their life as a living sacrifice to Him and serve Him to build His church today. Exodus chapter 36 verses 1 to 7 And Bezalel and Aholiab and every gifted artisan in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary, shall do according to all that the Lord has commanded. They really were led by the Holy Spirit. They obey the voice of God. Then Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab, and every gifted artisan in whose heart the Lord has put wisdom everyone whose heart was stirred to come and do the work. And they received from Moses all the offering. So all the gold and silver and money that came to the hand of Moses, those are the offering that the children of Israel gave to the Lord. Now the leader, Moses, gave all this material to the workers to build the tabernacle. And they received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of making the sanctuary. So they continued bringing to him free will offerings every morning. It's amazing. Not only once a week, not only once a year, the children of Israel brought the free will offerings to the Lord every single morning so that the tabernacle would be built in a glorious way. I pray that disciples in this generation will have this heart, the free will heart, and wanted to participate in building the church of God. The Bible continued to say, Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work he was doing, and they spoke to Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do. 
So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, "Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary." And the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done. Indeed, too much. Too much. Too much. Too many. This is amazing. The children of Israel brought the free will offering to the Lord. So much to the point that Moses had to say, "Stop! Is enough. Don't bring any more." The children of Israel did not bring the offering once a week. They brought them every morning. After they heard the words of the Lord, and they obey Him, these verses in the Bible show us the picture of what happened when everybody loved the Lord, obeyed the words of the Lord, and wanted to be a part of doing the plan of God, getting the plan of God done. Some people. Pretend even in the area of tithing and giving, they pretend to give, but they actually don't. When the offering bag come by, they put their hand in the offering bag and pretend to give, but there's nothing in their hand. That is so sad. They did not want to give the offering to the Lord. The heart is not there for the kingdom. They don't seek the kingdom of God first. They don't care about building the church. They don't care about saving souls, making disciples. They don't care about the Great Commission. Have you ever gone through the drive-through restaurant, such as McDonald? You come to order, and you ask for meal. I wonder, you can pick up the food without paying the bill. My brother and sister. When we come to church, we receive spiritual food. We receive care and love and protection under the leadership. We need to give offering to build the church, because the church has some expenses: the electric bill, the water bill. In order to produce teaching, we need to spend money. In order to do many things in the church. Buying equipment, taking care of the children program. We need to have some financial support. Therefore, God wants His people to have really a heart to seek the kingdom and to fulfill the calling, the plan, and the purpose of heaven. That is to build the local church. Please. Do like these children of Israel in that generation. Unfortunately, in many churches all over the world, only ten percent of the members is carrying the church financially. What are the ninety percent of membership doing? This is a reality. That is why it takes so long for a church to do certain things. Why? Because a lot of people don't bring their free will offerings, what will happen when every member bring an offering to the Lord? 
like the children of Israel. I believe the kingdom of God will grow faster. The gospel will be preached faster. More souls shall be saved. More churches will be built, and the kingdom of God will be glorified. All the children of Israel in that generation were stirred up in their heart. All of them brought the free will offering. Their offering were given too much. I hope that this happened in God churches in this generation, that the churches get the too much offering, and the church can do so many things for the kingdom of God. My dear brothers and sister, we cannot tell people what to do, but I pray that our local church will see this happen. It is so wonderful that one day I, a pastor, stand up. Behind the pulpit and say, "Brother and sister, don't bring any more offering right now. We have too much now. We should give God generously, and God will bless us. We should be willing to give, and God going to give us the increase. Even though what happened in that generation, Moses and the children of Israel, happened long ago. We don't have to look back and say, 'Wow, I believe.'" It can happen here in our church and in our generation. Giving free will offering is the will of God. It should happen here in this generation and in our church. My brother and sister, it is a privilege to give. So many times in the Bible, we can see the word "willing" in these passages of the Scripture. Is willingness is important? People ask this question: Do I have to give? The answer is no. You don't have to give. It is a privilege to give. If you are not willing to give an offering to the Lord, He does not want your money. If our church is led by money, we are not led by the Lord. I myself refuse to be bought with money. Our church refuses to be bought with money too. Let us say out loud: I cannot be bought. Money cannot control me. Money is not my lord. Is there any amount of money that causes you to ignore in your heart what you know? What is right and what you should do? Are you controlled by money? I hope not. I'm not controlled by money. Money should not be my God and your God. The Lord does not receive all of your offering. Not all the offerings are acceptable to God. He tells us repeatedly, free will. He wants to see you willing to do it. One of the reason. Or one of the factors that are related to financial breakthroughs is that we are excited about giving. We are so happy and cheerful and joyful to give to the Lord. We are looking forward to bringing our offering to church, and we are excited about giving to other people. And when we do that, we will experience prosperity. The Lord will bless 
the generous heart. The generous soul shall be made rich. We should not be attached to money and material things at all. When we realize where they came from, and that there will be a lot more coming from where they came from, we will begin to enjoy giving. Where does money come from? Come from the Lord. The blessing come from the Lord. And when the blessing of the Lord is on us, we shall prosper. In my past 40 years of walking with the Lord, I really noticed that the blessing of the Lord make me prosper. And I know when I give, when I serve, when I build a church and the kingdom of God, the Lord bless me more. We should give with a willing heart or a free will heart. Amen? And today, we want to build the house of the Lord. Today, God called us in the New Testament to build His church, to preach the gospel, to make disciples. We don't build a tabernacle like the time of Moses, but today we build the local church. Let us pour out our life, our energy, our time, our talent to build His church. Let us bring in free will offering to Him so that His church will have enough finances to preach the gospel. We want to build the temple of God in this generation. In Moses' time, the children of Israel built the tabernacle, which was a nice tent. They gave gold, silver, bronze into the tabernacle. It was worth hundreds of millions of dollars in that tent. God did not ask for a regular tent. He wanted a nice tent, a nice tabernacle. Later on, the children of God built the temple, which was not a portable structure anymore. It was a fixed structure. The Lord told them that the temple should be exceedingly magnificent. He told them exactly how He wanted it to be built. It was expensive to build it. God's people gave free will offering for the building of the temple. We will study next time about building the temple that King David asked the people to bring free will offering to the Lord. We will study in the book of First Chronicles chapter 29 together next time. In conclusion in this teaching, number one, we are the holy priesthood of God. We have a responsibility to bring the offering to God, spiritual sacrifices. And one of the kinds of offering or sacrifices is the free will offering. God wants us to participate in His plan for this generation. When God told the children of Israel to bring the free will offering, He has a plan to build the tabernacle. Today, we want to participate in building Jesus' church. Jesus said again, I will build my church, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. I and Pasada have 
given our life, offer our life as a living sacrifice to the Lord. We spend money, we give money, time, energy to the Lord to build the church in Seattle and all over the world. And the Lord has taken care of us, provided for us. And the Lord has kept us in good health to now because we participate in His plan and His purpose. We want God to use our life to fulfill His plan in this generation. We are involved in building churches in many countries around the world. And we want to give to Him our free will offering all the days of our life. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for teaching all of us the free will offering. We can see the example in the book of Exodus. We want to see this happen in our generation. That your people are so generous to you. They have a willing heart to participate in your plan by offering their life, their talents, their gifts, their finances, their materials to you. Father, help all of us not to love money more than you, not to have money and material as our idols or our God. You are our God, and we believe as we take care of your kingdom, we provide for your kingdom, we give to your kingdom, you shall take care of us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May this truth in the Bible become a reality in our life, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Lord, bless everyone who listened to this teaching. Give them a new heart, a new spirit. Help them to love you more than anything else, Lord. And as they give to you, Lord, the free will offering, you shall open the floodgate of heaven and pour your blessing upon them. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for spending time with me. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so Show me.